0: Welcome to Life North Church to our Talk It Over. We are so glad that you can join us. Obviously, I'm filling in for Ian again today, and I've got Michaela joining me. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. Glad to be here. I'm
0: looking forward to our conversation. We always have great conversations, and there's such good material to work off of from Life Church and their messages. Yeah. But before we do that, to kind of give you a taste again of what a Life Church um, Talk It Over group might look like, a, a small group or a life group we call, then why don't we just catch up a little bit on how was your week? Was there a God moment? Was there something that was good or just what's been happening?
1: Yeah, well, it's actually funny you ask that because this message, just I really need to hear this message. And mm-hmm. I feel like God has been saying over and over again to me, honestly, within the last few weeks of like, he is more than able. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, God, I think I got the message, <laughs> um, but it's it's challenging. Yeah. There's things that I've been facing lately where I'm kind of feeling more down or unmotivated to do things and just trusting God just with whatever I have in that moment and asking him to give me what I need and to do what I need to do
0: because that leaks doesn't it it does like I know that God is able and I know he's got a good plan for me but it's kind of like that leaks out and I forget
1: yeah
0: and all I can see is what's going on in my life totally yeah yeah so reminders like this are really a gift And we have people around us, like in our church family that remind us, again, it kind of just builds that back up again, so good.
1: Yeah, how about for you, how was your week?
0: Um, It's just been a regular kind of busy week, which has been good, Mm -hmm. and I I like that. I like feeling productive when you have productive days. (laughs) And then uh, yesterday, uh, my son John and I did a project in the backyard and did some building, Yes. and it was fun. We had some laughs laughs doing it, some frustrations along the way. (laughs) We actually broke two drill bits like broke them right off, um, making it and it was just out of plastic. So apparently it was pretty tough, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun to do that stuff. And then just have that sense of accomplishment, right? Of course and we got it done.
1: Yeah. Celebrating with so chalet. I mean, that's, that's right. a good way to go. That's right. It was good.
0: <laughs> so we want to dig into, this is the last in the series of messages about the book of Ruth. And I think this is my favorite out of them. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I know it, it builds on all the previous ones, but it was so good. And so if you're playing along at home. You want to jump in, we're using the talk it over notes from Life Church, and if those are something you'd like to get, you can go to Life Church and find them, or you can just email us info at lifenorth.church and we can send that to you. And that's simple enough, enough for us to do. And so we're going to go through a few of these questions. That's all we have time for, but we'll, at least we'll get through a few of them. Mm-hmm. So the first one we're going to do is under Start thinking. It's how do you remind yourself to reflect on God's goodness? And what does that reflection look like?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, lately um, it's just been about having this posture of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so just before bed, I have actually this really long list, almost up to like 200 things. Mm -hmm. Um, And just taking a couple moments to think about like, what am I thankful for today? And in that, seeing like, okay, God was there and God was there. And just that intentional time to like reflect and pick out those moments helps me to be reminded that like, even though I maybe didn't feel that great that day, um, God was still with me. And there's still so many blessings that I just, I need to be aware of because it can easily just be a, oh, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. And you know, thinking just goes downhill. But yeah, getting to that, that posture of gratitude really helps
0: we get so focused on the negatives and the positives, the good things tend to get crowded out Mm -hmm. and we really associate God, what have you done for me with, is God good? Which is unfortunate, right? It's not supposed to be that way, but it's kind of how we operate. Yeah, I know for myself, uh, I think that is excellent. The gratitude, writing stuff down in a journal. And then I love it when people tell the stories about how God was good in their life or Mm. in our lives something about being reminded about the stories how powerful that is like look at how god was so good here and here and here and here don't forget
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: because as much as we like look at israel in the old testament and be like how could you forget (laughs) so fast we we do we forget really quickly
1: yeah we're forgetful people yeah and honestly that makes me think of at work we have like this good news channel Mm -hmm. and that's exactly where all the storytelling happens of like you know donors just being generous or like children's lives being changed and it's just amazing how like powerful storytelling is and why Jesus used it too.
0: Yeah, it, and it really cha- it can change your whole perspective.
1: Mm-hmm. Even
0: though the circumstances stay the same, our perspective changes. Yeah. And suddenly you look at it differently and be like, no, God is good, even in this really hard thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so I hope you get a sense of that too. And if you've got some answers to any of these questions you want to share with us, then please do in the comments underneath. We would love to be able to read those and respond to them as well. All right, well, the second question we kind of had to do because it's related to your word for the year and the verse that goes with it. Yes. um, From Ephesians. So we got Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, which says, Now to God who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. And the question is, how are you needing God to move in your life right now? And what would it look like for him to do immeasurably more than what you're hoping for?
1: yeah i love that verse and i've been able to memorize it now just to constantly be in that posture of okay god you can do so much more than i could ever imagine and sometimes it brings me to tears when i'm in moments of just like despair or like discouragement and i'm like trying to get myself back into a posture of like okay actually god is still with me and saying those words out loud is just it just speaks over my situation Um, and so I think about, um, one thing that he's been teaching me is just feelings and how I can have my feelings that in itself is not wrong, but I get to choose how I respond to them. And I've just started reading this book by Joyce Meyer, and she's talking about how we don't have to be controlled by our emotions, but we can control them. And so I'm trying to figure out what that looks like and trusting that God is with me like he is at work within me, um, and that I can tune into his power. And just thinking about like the Holy Spirit um, and how the Holy Spirit can just help me not to be controlled by those emotions because I could so easily think, well, I feel this way, therefore it's justified and I should go along with that feeling. Oh my goodness. And sometimes that just ends up with me feeling like, why did I do that? Why did I give in again? (laughs) And so, yeah, just trusting that God, He's doing something in me and just believing that it's not just about me. And like my power of changing, but like truly his his transformative power.
0: That's so good. And what I love about that is that God is trying to transform us and have us live the fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. which our emotions can sidetrack. Yes. If we let them, right? And it does for all of us, whether it's fear or anger or whatever it would be. And... God doesn't just do the big miracles. That's what the book of Ruth has been all about. But his providence is at work in the small ways as well. Mm-hmm. And so God is actually trying to provide that power to do more in you by helping you actually control your feelings and live his way. Yeah. And so God's power is being brought to bear even in that in our lives. It's so good.
1: And I just think like, imagine if we constantly were controlled by our emotions, we probably wouldn't do half the things we've done in our lives out of fear or just like, I don't feel good enough. And so just being able to step out and say like, God, I don't feel good right now, but I'm going to trust you anyways and be obedient to what you're calling me to. Oh my goodness. It, it will change your emotion when you do that.
0: Yeah. That perspective change, right? Yeah. I can look at it differently.
1: Exactly. That
0: whole idea, though, of how do you need God to move in your life? And what I loved about that in the message was Craig talked about kind of the different chapters. Mm -hmm. So in the book of Ruth, she goes through different chapters. Mm -hmm. And being able to look back then and see God is still present, even though you're in the hurting phase or in the waiting phase or in the, I don't know if this is going to work and so I'm going to try some things phase. Like it's only in the end that you actually begin to look back and see how God guided it all. But those first three, you need God to show up and help you just to keep going and to trust him and to move forward while you wait for that last one. And I think for me, that's what I'm looking for is God to help me actually persevere and have the right attitude, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Not follow motions through those first three chapters, Mm -hmm. three chapters of life, because you can get derailed so easily in any one of those. And then you miss out on the blessing that God had planned for you.
1: Right. Yeah. I think that the whole backwards thinking, it makes sense. And so in the moment, again, going back to feelings, like you just, you don't feel like God is with you or he's going to provide or there's a way out. And then when you get through all of that and then you're like, oh, wait, God did this, this and this. And just taking time to reflect. But yeah, not like being able to persevere through those first three chapters despite emotion. It's not easy. It's not. But that's why we need people around us sometimes because they're the ones that are going to help carry us along through those chapters.
0: Well, and sometimes that's God's provision, isn't it? The people he puts in our life to actually encourage us Mm -hmm. because if we don't hear the stories, I want to hear the story about Ruth and I want to hear the four chapters of her story and what God did. And that encourages me. And we have our own Ruth right in our church and she has a very (laughs) similar story. And that encourages me when I hear that because it's reminding Oh yeah, God is good. And he's in this and he can do so much more. Mm -hmm. And so the power of stories and the power of perspective in that and recognizing that God is in the little things trying to keep us going through. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. All right. We got time for one more question. We're going to sneak in here. As you consider Ruth's story, do you think she knew she was living in the providence of God as it was happening? Or do you think it was something she saw as she looked back on her life? And what would it look like to see the providence of God in your life today?
1: Hmm, that's a that's a tricky one. It is, isn't it? When you think about Ruth's background as a Moabite woman, and then she just decides, okay, actually, I'm going to follow, you know, the God of Israel, who she doesn't really know about. No. And so I would think that maybe she didn't know that it was God's providence in the moment, yeah. um, as she's trying to figure out, like, what does this look like to be back with my mother-in-law and her hometown? Um, things are not working out as I thought that they would.
0: So poor, struggling just to eat?
1: Yeah. And then being able to come across Boaz, and I didn't know that she had to wait for him to redeem her. So just all of those things of just waiting and trusting and keep going with what you've got right now. Um, it's Yeah, it's hard, and I respect that she continued to live the way she did. Yeah, um, And I just think about in my life, like the providence of God, it's usually... I wish that sometimes in the hard seasons of my life, it was like, yes, I know that you're with me, God. I know that you're providing, but sometimes it's after that season. Usually it is after that season where I'm like, actually, yeah, God, I see your hand. I saw your hand in all of that.
0: Well, and sometimes we don't know the fuller story about how God directed something until later. Like God put people in place and we think, oh, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And then you find out the circumstances that had to happen to make that come true
1: right
0: and they were so outrageous that then you see god's hand in it and so i think it's really really hard to see god's providence in the moment mm-hmm. and i would say that's probably true for ruth too i would agree with that but that doesn't mean that we can't look back and see that thread on the way through that's so powerful yeah but if we don't tell the story and i think that's what i, I keep coming back to you that was so powerful you gotta you gotta tell the story
1: mm-hmm.
0: and You need to share your story and I need to share my story, the people that were around. We need to constantly be doing that to help people see that God's providence was through all of those hard times. Yeah. Because sometimes all we do is we we focus on the result. Mm -hmm. It was all about the result, right? And we kind of ignore the process that got us there, which was God at work, and that's what we're ignoring. Mm -hmm. And so we ignore the hardship, we ignore the waiting, we ignore the struggles to try and figure this out. And we just talk about the result and thank God for the result. And then we miss out on, wow, but God was in all of it all the way along. yeah. And that, I think, helps in the moment to say, like you said, I'm in a tough moment right now. I need to trust God. <laughs> There's a loud gargoyle, but yes. <laughs> I need to trust God in this moment because he does work through even the hard circumstances of life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that reminder. It's about like the journey that we're in and not the destination. Yeah. And even as we've talked about as a church, like what are we defining as success or like this is god's goodness this isn't yeah. you know and it's and it's tricky because we have we, c- we can dream and we can think about oh i god i pray that this will happen that way and this timing yeah. it doesn't happen exactly as we hoped it would but it's usually something better yeah. better than we could imagine yeah. um but just being able to surrender our will and how we just picture our lives to be and being able to trust him yeah. because he knows i mean <laughs> Here we are, and we have a very small perspective of life. And I love that, air, like airplane planes, and just being in the sky. It gives you that perspective of wow, we are small. <laughs> and so God sees like everything. He sees all the moving parts in each person's life. And so how could we not? Like how could I not trust Him? Yeah. Who am I to de- de- who am I to deny what He can do? Yeah.
0: But we get so caught up in the moment yeah. and what's happening to us that we kind of lose sight of that. And to be honest. There okay. is a feeling we have, even though we know better, that if I'm following God, it should be easy. Yes. There shouldn't be struggles. There shouldn't be difficulties, which is not true. It's not how we grow. It's not how this life works. We live in a broken world. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why it ha- has to happen that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we kind of fall into that thinking, don't we?
1: Yes.
0: And I don't want it to be this hard. I want it to be easy. Yeah. And so in the end, it is better. And sometimes it's better because he brought us through the hardship rather than taking that away
1: mm-hmm yeah just seeing that without the hard things we wouldn't be able to have moments of like joy and healing and yeah. growth
0: yeah which is kind of it's hard sometimes to take
1: yes it's good <laughs> yeah
0: it is good and so let's remind each other and then let's show grace to each other and I think that's the thing that's beautiful in this is I know it how hard it is to be in the different chapters And so when you're in those chapters, not to point the finger at you, not to get upset with you, but to be like, no, it's hard when you're in the pain period or the waiting period or the struggling to make it happen period. Mm -hmm. Like those are hard times to be. And so that's why God says express love and grace to each other, especially in the family of God, Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: we we need that.
1: Yes. Yeah. That reminds me of a verse. I think it's in Ephesians and it talks about like, always be humble and gentle. Mm -hmm. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of our love. And I I need that reminder because everyone's hurting in some way and we all fall short. Um, So we need that love and that patience as we work through things. We do.
0: So good. Which uh, that's my word for this year. Gentle.
1: It's a good word. You
0: you brought that in really well. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I hope that this has been good for you to kind of hear a little bit of unpacking these questions. And then my prayer is that you will do this with somebody in your life that you will find just two friends who are believers that you can unpack this with and begin to have a conversation because you get so much more out of it when you do. And as I said before, you can always email us info at lifenorth.church and we'll give you the resources. We'll give you the support and encouragement you need to get started. And we know that God has good things planned for you. And whatever season, whatever chapter you're in right now, God has good things that he wants to do in your life. So hang in there. Keep trusting him. And we're going to end off like we always do, because we believe it so much, that whoever finds God,
1: God finds life.